0: It's been said that his legacy is complicated because of sexual assault charge, which was dismissed in 2003, 2004. Is it complicated for you as a
1: woman, as a WNBA player?
0: It's not complicated for me at
2: all. Even if there's a few times that we've been at a club at the same time, Kobe's not the kind of guy, never been like... You know, please go get that girl or tell her or send her this.
0: I have other Nba friends that are like that.
2: Mm-hmm. Kobe's, he, he was never like that. I just never see have ever seen him being the kind of person that would be.
0: Do something to violate a woman or be aggressive in that way. I, that's just not the person that I know. But Lisa, you wouldn't see it though. As his friend, you wouldn't see it. and that's possible. Mm-hmm. I, I just. It's just, I just don't, I just don't believe that. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying things didn't happen. Mm -hmm. I just don't believe that things didn't happen with force. Is it even a fair question to talk about it considering he's no
2: longer with us and that it was resolved or is it really part of his history?
3: Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Whenever you may be listening to this podcast, we are the better than you pod coming to you again another week. And what you just heard was the Gail King uh, interview, <clears throat> excuse me, with a uh, WNBA former WNBA superstar Lisa Leslie about the legacy of her friend Kobe Bryant, in which you heard uh, Gail bring up what they will call the sensitive subject is the uh, basketball legends, obviously a uh, 2003 rape charge, and we heard how Lisa handled it, and I thought she handled it well. We don't need to really go around the room; we really want to jump right into this um b i'm gonna go right to you because i know you had some feelings about that you wanted to get out immediately
0: yeah i'm tired of this gail king shit i'm tired of oprah y'all i think these two women have gotten together y'all and they they've developed these neuroses against black men and and they're starting to look at black men as sexual predators and they and it's always the attack you know what i mean and it, it, like, it gotta go it, it it just has to stop their platform is too large though they're too powerful and they need to stop just attacking these black men. I mean, in death you're looking at Kobe, just like in death they attacked Mike, Michael Jackson. Like, what does she have to gain from this? And she asked the question one time to uh to Lisa, and then she answered her. But then Gail didn't want to let it leave or sit like that. She wanted to make that that the the focus of the interview. I mean, come on, man, stop going for these clicks, yo. I'm tired of this shit. I understand it's the internet age, but Gail, yo, you 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 have too. Your, your cachet is too high, man. You don't need that shit.
1: Yeah, later in that um, later in that interview, probably a little bit later in that clip before we like cut it, um, I believe Lisa was like, "Yo, you had this time to ask him all this when he was alive." You know what I'm saying? And uh, that's a fact. You know, like uh, Kobe beat their case, and then uh, he did the little settlement because you know a little civil shit is like fucking annoying to like rich motherfuckers. Anybody actually? So they just a lot of times he just settle, pay that off. And um, the fact is, none of us know exactly what happened with Kobe in that situation. I think it's probably one of three things. Either the girl was full of shit, or uh, the girl was there on her own and he was doing what he was doing, and maybe she didn't want the shit to go as far as it did, and Kobe like didn't recognize that. Or Kobe Bryant just raped this girl, you know what I'm saying, with fucking with fucking malice in his heart and all this shit, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I lean towards either the first or the second one being true, because I can't remember... Fucking in the last like 17 years since that whole shit went down, 17, 18 years, Kobe having any kind of allegations, you know what I'm saying? So it's like either it was a terrible mistake, it was some bullshit, or it was something that happened long ago that fucking never happened again, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't know, man. Uh, people were saying like uh, I didn't I didn't feel I didn't uh, feel a type of way of Gail asking that question. I felt a type of way on like the day that Kobe passed and maybe like a day or two after when I heard certain like uh, sports people and shit out of the culture um, trying to say, well, you know, Kobe has a checkered pass, You know, fuck that shit. You know what I'm saying? At least with Gail, she asked Lisa the question, and I was like, cool. She didn't straight. let it go, bro. But I know that's why. I, like, let me finish. <clears throat> Well, I mean, so once she asks a question, it's a valid question because that sets it up. Like, because the question floating around, she asked someone, like, really legit the question. You know what I'm saying? Lisa Leslie probably knows this nigga for about two decades, for real, or more. She, she answered how she answered it, and bang, that's the answer you go with. You know what I'm saying? And, um, but now nah, when she, like, when she tried to press it and say, like, yeah, but, you know, you wouldn't have known if he was this deviant sexual pr- Like, bitch, shut up, man. Like you said, she should have let that shit go. But she not, became she, the story. She became the
0: story when she when she when she pushed and made it that she took a she made a psychological uh, analysis about Lisa Leslie, you know. Then she then that's when Gail became the story. And as a reporter, she shouldn't have did that.
1: No, no I mean as a reporter, yeah, she you know that's kind of what they do if they on you know whatever the fuck type of time. If it wasn't Kobe Bryant and shit, then uh, probably wouldn't give fuck to be honest. You know what I'm saying, but. The fact is, uh I don't know if Gail is like was paying attention to the fuck Kobe like was had became at least over the past couple of years with all like the like he he's fucking real champion for women and she, who's sighing? Go ahead talk.
0: No, 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 my my bad. it's just Gail and Oprah. Uh-huh. That, that was really what was going on in my head. Like I wasn't sighing yeah. towards you. Uh-huh. I was just like Yo, I whether she was um whether she was paying attention or not, is Gail and Oprah they've been on this kick. They have a psychological disorder or, or whatever this word is against black men and looking us at us as predators. And they've been trying to take down black men of power after they're gone.
3: Yeah, and I'm just gonna. Um, Gail actually responded to that, and it's kind of a typical response. She, and this is her quote: "I understand why people are upset seeing the clip out of context. That that's always something everybody says. I hope they will now watch the entire wide-ranging interview." we asked a longtime friend of Kobe Bryant's to talk to us about his legacy and their friendship, and Lisa Leslie did exactly that. That's such a misleading statement that it's... I'm mad that I read it, and I hadn't read it before I just said it on the pod, but now that I read it, I was like, no, you didn't. You didn't ask her about their friendship.
1: Well, I mean, if it was a a long interview, that clip rightfully was only a minute and, like, half that he played. So I'm pretty sure that they had a whole bunch of real good Kobe talk, but then... When they got to this point, that's the fucking clickbait. You know what I'm saying? Like, like fucking Brian said earlier, said motherfucker do shit for like clicks or whatever the fuck. Like, yeah, you had a really long interview, but that part was unnecessary. You know what I'm saying? They're pushing like, who the fuck are you to say? Who the fuck are you to say? But you wouldn't have known that. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, it is a longtime friend. And there's a chance that she would know a lot more than fucking you would think. You know what I'm saying? Or, like, you, you, I would think she would know a lot. She would see, like, the creep shit. She was around Kobe at the club, and that's when you would see the creep shit. You know what I'm saying? The fact is, it's like, Gail pushing that shit, Kobe wasn't the one to do that. You know what I'm saying? Even If you had, like, an R. Kelly with, like, chicks coming out the woodworks every, like, two minutes— Or even even with, like, a Russell Simmons that had, like, multiple, you know what I'm saying? Like, accusers and shit. Like, okay. But this is, like, Kobe was clean as shit after that. You know what I'm saying? And that thing was... And before that. Yeah, before that and (laughs) after that. And I understand why some people want to bring it up. Because God bless the NBA, um... I can't remember any other, like, fucking, like, sex trials. There's no shit like this, you know, during the fucking, uh, during any, like, body important career. Motherfuckers, they may have the outside babies and shit and do whatever, but that's just regular man shit. And them niggas is getting how they're getting it. But you don't hear rampant shit about no sexual abuse. And if Kobe was a predator worth being, worth the shit being mentioned fucking like 17, 18 years after the fact and after his death and after he became such a champion for like women in general and just helping out folks, it's like it had, I, w- I wouldn't feel right mentioning this shit if it was like a blip from like fucking a decade and a half ago. You know what I'm saying? That we never knew the real shit. You know? It's like it's I don't know.
2: Yeah.
3: And you, got, and you got anything on it?
2: Just something about the whole thing that seems so It seems unbecoming, I guess. I, I guess, like I said, the, the clip itself, he said, she says it's from a, a longer, wide ranging interview about Kobe Bryant. All right. If, I mean, if that's so, uh, but you could have released any other part of that interview that would have shined lightning. They, they chose to pick this part for the clickbait and to draw attention to it and everything else like that. That part just seemed unnecessary. If, if, if you're interviewing her, not about her career, but about her, you know, her longtime friendship with Kobe. I mean, put that part out, like, let, like bring out one of those memorable moments or something that describes his mentality or how it was. Or well, he, well he, to look, be, well, to be fair, about well, about to it, be right. fair,
1: They kind of, they kind of did do that. It was kind, it wasn't like, like I don't think CBS took CBS didn't like take this minute and put it out. They put out like about four, five, seven, eight minute clips and niggas saw oh this is the some bullshit and uh whoever like decided to push it it wasn't cbs that did this or Gail that said let me give you this one minute of talking mm-hmm. about opium rape trial but I, I feel you you know what i'm saying right. like, it's like
2: it's like the context of that like i said it, that just seems so so out there like if you're gonna have this whole big thing about it, it it's like it's, it's like seeing or like reading a book and you just remember this one quote or this one passage like a bunch of other stuff occurred in that interview and like I said I understand what Brian's point is like with that and then then Oprah backing then backing away from this Russell Simmons doc is like it is like like is there is there some type of thing or an agenda or something going on because like I said it it just seems from what it appears that it doesn't make a whole lot of sense of what they're doing or what they're trying to say and I can't necessarily say that they're trying to you know denigrate black men but it's a lot of evidence showing that that's kind of the, the way and the purpose of what they're doing now. The reasoning behind it, I do not know. But for this at that moment, it just it just didn't seem right. And I think more than anything else, it's always just unbecoming. I know that a week has passed and I know that he has a quote unquote complicated history. But in, the, in a sense, to a degree, we all do. We all have done right and we all have done wrong but you know the better thing that we all try to do is like try to make something of it or grow from it or try to become a better person and i mean if anything regarding that the sexual assault trial that he had after that he did become a better person he became a better player he became a better teammate father husband make like that was a really dark moment in his life and he turned it into something positive i mean try to take something from that but this interview just seems well that clip from that interview just it just didn't feel right to me. It just didn't make a whole lot of sense.
1: Man, I'm going to say this, yo. I forget exactly which one of the Chappelle specials it was, but it might have been the first or the second one, whatever the fuck. But this motherfucker laid it down and he was told ladies, he was like, yo, be careful. Like, be careful of the motherfuckers you're going after and shit, you know what I'm saying? Because this whole sentiment was they was going, he was going, like, women was going real hard at motherfuckers with, like, minor infractions and shit. And when it comes down to them, you're going to need them type of motherfuckers that might have just had them a little stumble in the road. Like, I think, like, Ben Affleck grabbed a titty or some shit on, like, TRL. And then after he was speaking out for women, that came after him. It's like, these women need to watch the motherfuckers. That they're coming after because Kobe Bryant, ain't, well, I know mean, he's gone now and shit, but it's like they'll come after anybody for any little thing. You know what I'm saying? You got motherfuckers that still want coming fucking Chris Brown for getting into a tussle with Rihanna. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like I don't know, man. It's just it's all it's all Me Too run amuck shit now, and it's not going to turn out well for women. It all yeah, I mean, it.
0: I, I don't want to compare the whole Chris
1: Brown thing to that. I, I mean, I kind of get. Well, I mean. yeah, okay, I, I feel you, but it's, yeah. it's also some young shit. And Chris True. Brown didn't speak on the shit then, but he spoke on a documentary. And it was like fucking she hit him, and he's going in the whole tussling. Yeah, he's supposed to be man to do whatever, but I mean, nigga, eighteen year old kid, fucking come from seeing abuse with his moms and shit, don't want to be a part of it, but shit been normalized. I ain't trying to take them no I ain't trying to take no woman be the side ever, you know what I'm saying? Or nothing like that, but it'd be like some shit it's like there's a difference between that and a motherfucker that brutalized women a day or wanna put down women a day and do shit like that or they have a history of shit, you know what I'm saying? But I mean I think women need to just be careful and shit because you can't go after everybody, you know what I'm saying? Can't go after everybody that might have had like a little bit of shade, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's too many motherfuckers here with all this darkness and shit. Go after them motherfuckers, man.
3: Word. <clears throat> but anyway, uh, if you want to check out that e- that email, if you want to check out that interview, go ahead and, and hear the whole thing in its totality. If you want to get a, as Gail says, a better context of what the entire interview was about, as always, R.I.P. to Kobe, R.I.P. to the Mamba, there'll never be another like you, brother. Um, We gave him his flowers if you want to check out our last pod. We definitely gave Kobe his flowers on that in our last pod. But um, moving on to an exciting weekend. (laughs) I I, I was waiting for B. My man B is a big 49er fan. He ain't really saying so much. (laughs) Shut the fuck
0: up. Your cousin. Your cousin.
3: Yeah, you know what I mean Because he's a big 49er fan, his ass had disappeared. I've been waiting for him to come. He disappeared. I I to say on purpose for a whole um, day to chat. Kinda. Like so I'm gonna let you. Kinda. I'm gonna let you I, go I, go. I okay, got
0: it. Alright, so kinda, yeah. I disappeared because well, it wasn't just from y'all though. Like it was like, did, do you think I really wanted to like watch the news and see the pop ups, alerts, and all the rest <laughs> of this shit? Like that shit was not fun. Like it, yo. First off. I, like I'm gonna put it to y'all like this a little in a little uh, um, light into into my world. The company that I work for is based out of Kansas City, so it wasn't just y'all like it was unavoidable. Like today was the parade. It was like what's the name uh, Kansas City Chiefs Day at my job. Like it was yeah. for real like that. You know what I mean? So this shit is unescapable. But I blame the Super Bowl on Richard Sherman. You know what I mean. <laughs>
2: He did get burnt
0: three times. So, um, you know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm just going to put it out there. Niggas is just like, yo, you wildin'. I'm just like, I'm literally watching this shit. Come on, Sherm. What are you doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? People could say that they could have ran and all the rest of that. But, you know, we were up. Uh, Sherman got burnt three times. Uh, two of those really, really hurt. So, it's just like, I, I don't know what else to say, man. Um, Kansas City Chiefs won. I really want to root for the black quarterback, but it doesn't feel good to lose. You know what I mean? Like, it just doesn't.
3: <laughs> Manage your team. We well, yeah, definitely manage yeah. uh,
2: your
3: team at the of your team stuff like that. But now you're right. Sherman did get burned. I mean, uh, Kyle Shanahan's taking a lot of shit for not for only running the ball 18 times all game after you know the dominant yeah. performance they had in the in the prior games.
1: And my motherfucker was shook, yo. I mean, that's what it comes down to and shit. That's why my motherfucker didn't uh, run that shit. You know what I'm saying? My <laughs> motherfucker shook. And it's probably some that's point. That's how in the game, 49ers play. Well, no, nah, no, nah, just not. Nah. That's, how, that's how that dude coach, man. I mean, motherfuckers like this. Niggas was, nigga, when it was up 2010, niggas was happy, you know what I'm saying? Niggas was lit, but niggas know what Patrick Mahomes do. Fuck around and get like three touchdowns on you in like fucking like five to ten minutes and shit if you want. You know what I'm saying? How he get it? So motherfuckers were shook. Why didn't he run it? Because motherfucker was too shook to run it to run. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> niggas running a time or two and nigga only get like about two, three yards. It's like, oh shit. What if motherfuckers can't get that fucking five, six, seven yards or some shit that we, we think they get? Nah. So that's why motherfuckers got pass it. And nigga's like, nah, yo, just run it. Nah, we can't. What if it don't go? And niggas just get shook off, fucked up in the head. And they bitch-ass niggas and shit. They don't, it's, it's, I don't know, man. But the game was good. Shit went exactly how I thought it would go. No, I know, it, it,
3: nigga, know 49 one, but no, I
1: did that. I didn't know I said exactly why I picked them and shit. Before I said, I said exactly, picked them because Brian 49 is found on little Chiefs fan. And if one of my niggas got a team and shit, I want them to win. You know what I'm saying? Especially if it's not in my division. One like with Cowboys or like fucking Philly or like the fucking Redskins. It's fucking 49. I love the 49ers. Joe Montana, right? You know what I'm saying? But I so I picked them because I wanted them niggas to win. But we all know how Patrick Mahomes get down and when nobody like shot. Even Brian, who picked this team because it's his team, said, Yo, I, I don't even, I want this shit to just be over and shit. I just wanted to do fuck. That's what he said. Because he ain't wanting to like see what he knew could happen to them boys. You know what I'm saying? But nah, I, I, I don't know, man. Yo, Anthony, you picked the 49ers with me and Brian, but you was, was you shocked?
2: A little bit. Really? Yeah. Because man, they. Listen. Go they ahead. played a, they played a perfect game for three quarters, for three quarters they played a perfect game, then it just fell apart, and and part of it like, cause we, we, we I mean we had a chat up on during the game and I mean I'm watching it, and a lot of it was just it was really, it was really a lot of tactical errors on Kyle Shanahan's part. Like I just I did not understand what they were doing going into halftime. I still don't understand that. Like to, for the life of me, like if you watch the Chiefs play, the one thing that you learn about them is that if you have them and you have them in a the hole, that's not enough. Like you got to keep burying them, because that's stop. the same thing. That's the same mistake the Texans made. The moment they let up off the gas and they let them back in it, they just couldn't stop them. So I'm, I'm watching them like, why didn't he do like, why didn't he use his timeout? Why didn't he be more aggressive towards halftime? And then he said something like, at 10-10 and a half, we felt good going into it. Against anybody else, sure. Against his team, no. You, you you cannot do that. Then you're watching Garoppolo miss passes. You're watching Kittle get open and him not finding them. They're changing up the system. They're not running the way they're supposed to. And the thing that was more distressing more than anything else is that I'm watching this game. And I'm thinking, I'm like, you know what? This is exactly who they are. This, not, not not the team itself, but really more Shanahan. Because this is twice he fucked up. Because he was off in the corner when the Falcons had the Patriots stomp. And he stopped running the ball and he lost that way. Then he, he does it again. Like, he decides to just do something different. Like, if this is working, stop fucking with shit and just let it be. Run your yeah. offense. Like I said, you were saying something about them running. But like, no, 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 no. It was It was going for a while. Then they stopped it again. They decided to switch it up. Like sometimes you gotta do what works for you, and they did not do that. Now the thing that I worry about them is like that team is solid and strong, but eventually you gotta figure out what's going on with Jimmy. Like they talked about it all week. Like is Jimmy the guy? Can, can he can he make the plays when it mattered? And in this game, the you know, one most important game of his entire life, he didn't. And that's oh, the, the scary part. Like everything else is there. Like I think they can find another wide receiver in the draft, maybe free agency. And they, and they like said they got weapons, they got Kiddo, they got the running backs, they, they got Debo, they got things moving. But you like, how much faith are you gonna put in that quarterback for him to get the job done? And right now, I think that's a big question they gotta figure out an answer. But all in all, I mean, you're right, it was a good game. I'm not gonna deny that at all. Um, I think it went way better than I thought it would. Um, but it was competitive all the way out. So I'm I'm not, I'm not gonna be mad at that. I mean, more than anything, I think we all caught a good game. I think. Even if you dislike the outcome, you got to admit, like, it was enjoyable all the way through. That you know, you had a good time of it. It wasn't like that bullshit Super Bowl from last year. So, mm-hmm. you know, we'll see how it goes next year.
1: Yeah, this is yeah what my about last that little piece or the shit? About, hold on little, Before you get a half time, before you get a half time, don't say the last little piece about the game shit. I'm just saying, let's say this when the niggas was up 20 to 10. Fucking $40 dollars. they were celebrating. This nigga, Patrick Mahomes, I just saw a nigga on the sidelines just walking and strolling and shit with a look on his face like he just got his dicks up not a worry in the world, man. But now, nah, speaking of getting your dicks up, yo, who, who's your head your dicks up by? Uh, what's his name? Shakira or Jennifer Lopez?
2: That's a weird transition, but all right.
1: But it was a transition, son. Yo, you, you first, aunt. <laughs>
2: I mean, I mean, it's going to be J-Lo. I mean, that when JLo, since she was on, she was a fly girl, so she's going to be number one. What about you, Brian? I ain't going to lie to you, y'all. I'm not following up that Kobe Me
0: Too shit with no shit like that. <laughs> but we can get back on to this shit about the um, halftime show. I thought it was for all the Spanish people. I thought it, you know what I mean? Like, I thought it was Super Miami, Super Spanish. You know what I mean? They spoke for the Sp- Hispanics. Um, and the halftime show and, and that's what it was. I mean, I don't I, I have black people been like completely ruled out of halftime shows? Like I know we've been there kinda, of, but like not really. Like not really since like we had we had Beyonce I don't every time we get there we kinda show out though, don't we? Yeah,
3: I yeah. don't know what you can Bruno Mars, but he was there.
0: Yeah, okay, all right, Bruno Mars. All right, well listen, I can't hate on it because it was super Miami, it was in Miami. You know what yeah. I mean? They had Spanish people. I really mm-hmm. can't hate on it. It wasn't for me, but most satan right. shows are not for me. So there's mm-hmm. nothing really... I don't really have any take either way with, with it. I I see people talking about it. I don't know what their take is either way either.
1: I got a take on it, man. Let me just say my little shit. Um, like you said, the shit was real real like Hispanic, real Latin and shit, and it was Miami. And it just felt like um, what you would see in like Vegas, you know what I'm saying, it was a really well produced show, I knew kind of some of the songs that was like old and shit, but it was just really like, just a really great like dance performance, it was really like flashy and bright and shit, it was like fucking, felt like Vegas done the Miami way, you know what I'm saying, like they could take that whole fucking act and shit, Shakira and fucking J-Lo, have a residency at wherever the fucking Las Vegas, It wasn't like some fucking timely shit like when Beyonce came out there with Formation. It wasn't no like fucking, I'm gonna play these fucking hits like when fucking MJ or like Prince was out there. You know what I'm saying? Um, It wasn't even no super dope dancing and like just next level fucking artist shit like when Bruno did it. It was just two sexy Latin chicks that had some songs and some name and they did their little shit and they brought out them nondescript fucking Spanish niggas uh, whatever the fuck their names is, you know what I'm saying? Um, They're not
3: nondescript. I mean, they may be nondescript. Nigga, They're
1: Bad nondescript. Bunny ain't nondescript. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 but that's the thing. That's the thing. I heard them say, oh, that was Bad Bunny and whoever the fuck J- else. J- Balvin. J Balvin. But they J- nondescript. Balvin. They're nondescript. They're nondescript. They was not nondescript enough to me. And I'm like, who is these niggas? And I'm like, oh, I think that Huge those... Huge niggas. Yeah, pause. I'll pause. pause. hand niggas is you. You, right yeah. you know how he Pause this. But no, I mean, just to, like if. Nigga, if to that's me, how you think? But, I, but I've heard these niggas. But I've heard of these niggas before. But I didn't know the song. So I didn't know these niggas was the niggas that was on the song. So these nondescript Latin niggas to me. If it ain't Pitbull, it's nondescript Latin niggas to me. If it ain't Fat Joe, it's nondescript Latin niggas to me. I would have preferred to see Pitbull or Fat Joe. You know what I'm saying? Or Ja, at least. You know what I mean? They use his <laughs> voice and shit. But, uh, but not but 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 the thing is this, I've heard That's of them niggas sure. before. Should I think you probably did watch it somewhere. But the thing is, like if they was if they was like if I know them niggas names and they was nondescript to me, then I'm assuming that a good part of the fucking like fucking motherfuckers watching the Super Bowl was like, who the fuck is these Latin niggas? You know what I'm saying? I mean even though, even though even though these niggas is huge, Brian, you know these niggas is huge, fucking like this is some white people who will fuck these motherfuckers. I'm just saying, I should put their names on the screen and shit, so niggas would know. But like, I don't know,
0: man. Yeah, yeah. I think that should happen anyway. Though. I mean, I agree with that. Like, I, always, I think they always should put their names on the screen.
3: Yeah, yeah. Overall, yeah. well, was a good show. Super Bowl as a whole was a was a good was a good joint. I mean, commercials. I not really. not a lot to write home about. I did enjoy the opening when they had the kids run on the field. I thought that was really cool. Did no, the Google the commercial Oscars. make
1: you cry? I'm sorry? Did the Google commercial make you cry or get you choked up?
3: No. No. But no. I, thought was, I thought it was a good commercial, though. He didn't, didn't get me choked up. I didn't realize that was a... I looked it up. I didn't realize he had really done that. I thought that was a, a commercial, but that was something that that guy
1: really did. Man, I don't fucking care if he did that shit or not. I mean, for for the commercial itself, it don't, it don't matter that shit to me, but, like... Yeah, it was a good commercial though. I was like, you I, I, I was watching my guy brother. My guy brother was like getting a little choked up, not going overboard, just like damn, really paying attention to it. And I said, yo, I might cry if Kobe and died just you know, like a week ago and shit, but you know the level is higher now. That motherfucker losing his wife and fucking not wanting to lose the memory and shit. That was touching and shit. But Kobe dead, so you gotta you know, do better. But yeah, Super Bowl was alright though, you know. She, in the Work. day, it was, it was forgettable and shit. Niggas want crown, cry fucking uh, that nigga Patrick Mahomes is like, you know, that nigga and shit. You know what I'm saying? Greatest ever. It's like fuck it, man. Whatever, you know.
3: Yeah, but um, again, yeah, like we said, halftime show was show good, commercials was good and everything. I expected Shakira and uh, J Lo to actually announce an album or a tour or something like that. But anyway, on the new music, we
2: we 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 we. Week. Wait a minute! There were two particular commercials that did catch my attention at the Super Bowl. Talk about it. I about about Trump and Bloomberg out here pandering to black people. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, it well, was
1: know, interesting. I mean, you no, know, here's the thing. I hate the term I "pandering." Really- I you know I hate, I hate the I hate the term I hate the the term pandering to black people. You know why I hate it? Because um. It, it it never it, it it uh whether it's like the fucking democrats doing it or republicans doing it it's like fucking oh, they are just parents. we never get to feel good about being seen or being heard you know what i'm saying it's like oh they put these black folks in there to get the black folks yeah shit of course you know what i'm saying they put fucking white people that look like down home white people in commercials to get their vote too you know what i'm saying but just to – it's like people use pandering shit too much. You know what I'm saying? We're going to talk about the State of the Union. I may say some of this for that, but it's we like – We need
0: to be we, – we, well, I mean, I get your point. We need to see what we um, – people who look like us. You know what I mean? I mean, everybody wants to see people who look like them. It makes it, it makes the message easier to get across. I understand what you're saying.
1: But, yeah, cause, cause you I'm going to think this. When it comes to the politics and shit, if it's like, okay – And fucking black folks, don't pander to us, don't pander to us. And folks are like, okay, Democrats, we ain't going to come listen to what the fuck you got to say. Republicans, we ain't going to try to act like we give a fuck what you got to say. So we just going to fucking, so we just going to like just not mention you at all. And since y'all motherfuckers ain't got money to contribute to shit, then we probably ain't going to give you shit. Not even the little crumbs that you're getting now. you know what I'm saying? so... It's like, man. Listen, motherfuckers, take it or leave and the shit. I
2: thought. Well,
3: I thought we can we can stay right here and just segue right into that. Um, talking about Trump's State of the Union and the the pandering of of <laughs> pandering to black people. There was the, the Trump State of the Union address last night. Uh, I know we were in our group chat, and I know me and you, Joe, and I think at sometimes B was kind of chiming in as well that Trump truly stayed on task. He had, uh, he honored a lot of black and brown people throughout that, throughout that state of the union. Um, I'm not going to, I know we can really dig, drill down into a lot of what he is taking credit for. I, Cause then again, I'm always referencing things that we speak about in our group chat and be, you can elaborate on that more, but in terms of the overall Speech and what he addressed, as of what we've known of Trump, and then what we saw yesterday, look like two mm-hmm. different people, people to me. And you know, the honoring of all the, uh, the I guess, the I, I can't remember everybody's name. Uh, anyone can jump in if you mention, if you have a specific person's name or it what they were honoring. Matter, yeah, it
1: yeah. I mean, when it, when it came down to it. It's like and then Trump mentioned like oh someone drafted this bill happy a black dude then he mentioned that's not black dude then he mentioned Tuskegee Airmen then he showed a pretty little girl with his, with a mother and yeah. it was poor as shit and then he had some like Latinos mixed in there mm-hmm. and the whole shit and hey, then then, <laughs> yeah and then he had uh then he had like then he then folks said oh he was pandering to or exploiting the military. He had some um, military person come home and reunite with his family there to say the union. Amen. And old dead ass Russell Limbaugh, he gonna die soon because he got the four stage cancer and shit, whatever. He gave that nigga medal. Yo, know, Trump pretty much like he ain't, well, he just pretty much did everything. You know what I'm saying? He was up there and it felt like I don't know, man. Like you just fucking leading some fucking like fucking I don't know. It was just it was just a. Big fucking party for the niggas, man. Okay. I mean, it was a silly TV
0: show that he put on. Um, it was like, you you win a scholarship, you win the Medal of Freedom, you get your husband, you know what I mean? And then the rest of it was just a whole bunch of lies. Him taking credit for all the shit that Obama had already did. Mm-hmm. Um, him saying that we had the greatest economy. I mean, economic growth under Jimmy Carter was higher in nineteen seventy nine than it is under Trump right now. Okay? And seventy nine was the era of the Malays, like that's what every Republican ever complains about. And economic growth then was higher than like, he's, he's producing less jobs now than he, than the Obama administration did. He's taking credit for things that Obama administration even did for black people. He, so we we were, he's putting up Obama in his uh, last three years, was putting up 230,000 jobs a quarter and um, a month. And, and Donald Trump is putting up 180,000 jobs. There's less. OK. And so you want to look at economic growth and he says, oh, this, we have the best economy ever. I mean, what did Jim Kennedy had over 5 percent growth? Donald Trump has like 2.3 percent growth. Mm. Uh, Clinton had 3.8 percent growth. You know what I mean? So like everything is worse as far as the economy go, it's slower, and we're heading into a, an economic downturn in all of the markets, I'm talking about real estate, I'm talking about the stock market, I'm talking about everything. And he hasn't, literally has not done anything to boost the economy since he's been here, except for take credit for the Obama economy. And this is the problem with the Democrats, is because they had one job. Anybody who would have been in this office after the Obama administration would have been able to take credit for the rise they gave it to the republicans part of it is because joe biden's son died you know what i mean it should have been the vice president he steps in there rides the wave and then you get to you get to say all right we're continuing the uh, generations of job growth and et cetera et cetera but they they lost that with the hillary clinton shit. she she didn't go anywhere and they gave the story up to one of the greatest marketers that we've ever seen in the united states Mm -hmm. and that's Mm -hmm. what he is he's a great marketer and that's Mm -hmm. all you saw on that show, of the State of the Union, it's all marketing, it's all fluff. None of it was real. The, the economy is not as good as what he's saying it is. The the uh, the the, th- the bills that he said he, he's sitting there saying that that he's um, he's uh, um, fighting for for um, to to not end coverage for pre-existing conditions, while his administration is in court every week fighting to end. Pre-existing conditions—the clause that protects people with pre-existing conditions—he's mm-hmm. literally fighting against it every single week, but he gets on on t- TV on the stage and said he's not fighting against it. It was all lies. It was a hundred percent bullshit. What you know? What your problem is? Silly show.
1: Your problem is you're paying too much attention to the truth, or that you or that you know too much. You know what no, I'm no. saying? No, no. No no no. No, no. here's the thing. I'm no, I saying, that, I'm, saying that, say. I'm saying I'm like saying this to other people.
0: Okay, no no no. Here. I say I say that exact thing to other people, right? But this is a podcast. And so I need to in this podcast actually give the facts. Like I could I understand what you're saying. Yeah, most people don't know this shit, and so they're going to look over it, and they're, and they're not going to address it, because the show is the only thing that matters to them. I get that. Mm-hmm. But we have a podcast. Let's put this shit really out there. I mean, I'm willing to joke about this shit in most places, but come on, man. Here, like, yo, let's pay attention to what the fuck is going on. This guy is not really doing anything for us, and we need to have a Democrat step the fuck up. And right, and that's... Any which of them, is
3: why I, yeah, you're correct, which is why I set it up the way I set it up, and saying, you know, so we can give the background of what he's taking credit for. Go ahead, Joe. No, I mean,
1: oh, no, you get a. You, I mean, if you want to give it back, my way of what he's taking credit for, I'm sure Brian. Well, Brian gave a good, pretty good like synopsis of stuff, in general and shit. But um, no, nah, I mean the whole thing is the man put on a great show, and uh, when it comes down to this politics shit, that's gonna be the thing that's gonna win over people. You know what I'm saying? One, the Democratic Party is pussy. Um, it's like they have nobody. Like even Joe Biden, who looked like he was gonna be the savior, to be like, okay, they're gonna definitely have, be able to put him up there. This motherfucker is like stuttering, looking weak and looking shabby. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure he's gonna bounce back in like other like you know primaries and shit. But you, you you think so? Like he do, he does looks weak to you? The, 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 he I, I when um. When niggas were giving their speeches, maybe it's my most recent thing. It's like sticking in my head. When folks were giving their speeches, um, the night of the Iowa caucus, when they didn't know what the fuck was going on. Oh yeah, he's tired. He was. He, I, he was. He was tired. He, he was looked tired, tired raggedy, and he was. But what I'll for, say is this: yeah. Yo, he's he's been
0: looking the best I've ever seen. I I thought he I, I thought he like before that though. I thought he you know his, his hair and everything. His skin's looking better. Like I thought they were just giving us the full like all right the full um. All right, I'm going to look good and ready for this shit. Joe Biden going into that. I just think Joe Biden, doing, they already did to him what they did to Hillary Clinton. They put that mark of um, well they had the emails on Hillary Clinton and they have the um, Ukraine shit on Joe Biden. Oh, some secret Ukraine thing. They never really have to say what it is. It's just secret. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so the he has a black mark on him. That's the big issue I have with Joe Biden. Um, I think the only guy. Uh, you, listen, man. I have a couple of thoughts here. All right. I'm, I'm trying to I need formulate them and say them correctly. All right. Joe, you got to let me get this full sentence out because it's going to be about Buttigieg, right? I know. All right. So I have one. Anytime the Democrats have won in these last few elections, it's been a young outsider. The only one without Washington stench on them in this race is Pete Buttigieg. And that's partial, partially why he won Iowa. Let's see if he can continue winning. I don't know. My, the guy that I think has the best and biggest chance to actually win, though, in my mind, is still Michael Bloomberg, you And, well, he, he just, his candidacy is becoming more and more attractive to me because of how he's doing it. And because if you really look at it, he is everything that Donald Trump claims to be. He's actually did the shit. He's actually become a billionaire uh, from nothing. He actually ran the city of New York. You know what I mean? He actually put forth legislation, made changes, actually has done things, and actually has the money to back up anything that he says. So and, and that's part part of how you win. You gotta put out these ads and all the rest of this shit and have your message everywhere. And he has the money to be able to do that. That's he put out the ad first and then Donald Trump came, came with the ad second because he was like, Okay, Bloomberg can't do this to me. He's setting the trends, he's quietly doing this stuff, and he doesn't have a stench of anything on him except for, you know, New Yorkers might be mad face. about this. Yeah, the stop frisk. I'm about to say that. The stop and frisk and, and the sodas and shit like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but those are things in the general election, you could win that shit, especially if you're running as a Democrat. If he could get to the general and out of the Democratic Party and that's the only thing he has on him, what the fuck are they, what the fuck is Donald Trump going to argue about?
2: You gonna um, say, oh,
0: I don't want stop and frisk. What are the Republicans say, I don't want stop and frisk. They can't. So it's all gonna be about legislation from then on, and it's gonna be about the guy with the best economic opportunities. And every single investment house has a Bloomberg computer in there.
1: Yeah, but you know what? Like, who's the last? Who's the last fucking president that we've had that's fucking won a presidency that has had like less swagger and appeal than fucking like Mike Bloomberg, fucking maybe like uh, George H. W. Bush. Yeah, you know I'm saying, like, yeah, do we, we elect, so, do we elect someone that isn't like? Not typically. Not typically. These but days, we, with all the with all the media on them. Not typically, and,
0: but what we did is we're talking about the antithesis of Trump. We yeah, see here's it, the thing, it, like we want to mm-hmm. win. Nobody care, like I like we care about who who the president is and shit, but at the end of the day, like. Really, what we're talking about is as long as they could beat this guy. Like, I'll complain about this shit for the, for four years. I would rather complain about any of these motherfuckers for four years as long as we get rid of this guy. Because it doesn't even make me feel good. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's really what it comes down to.
1: Who could win? Yeah. And I don't think none of them can win. But then again, you know, I don't know. Bloomberg, he's doing what he's doing. I heard he's, like, strategically throwing all the money into... The right fucking like markets, right fucking states and shit to You know maximize his You know bang for his buck and shit With these delegates and all that shit Um I don't know You know what I'm saying I know that Buttigieg Could possibly win the nomination Which would mean It would white folks would be more shocked At how bad he loses to Trump In the general than they were There's a lot
0: of gay niggas out here yo there's a lot of gay
1: niggas, but there's a lot of but it's, there's a lot of gay niggas that wouldn't vote for a gay nigga. Like, there's a lot of women that wouldn't vote for a woman. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh no, I wouldn't vote for him because he'd be all on his period and shit, man. That's I mean, it's like, yo, man, this nigga's gay. If this nigga become president or oh guy, I'll give Anthony fifteen thousand dollars and shit.
0: You should not say that.
2: Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being real. Time
1: stamp. Time All right, stamp. Yeah. I'll get after a hundred dollars. No no, 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 no,
2: no, 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 fuck that. No, no, no. Time
1: yeah, stamp.
0: Because, uh, because here's the thing, Joe. Like I know <laughs> everything you're saying, um, but there's, I mean, there's, there's clear momentum towards Buttigieg.
1: Even no, I mean, no, no. I said it open. I said it before. Yeah. I mean, but white folks lowered themselves to the point where they let a black man become president, and then that opened the door so much that they let a fucking clown become president, yeah. a clown that talked about like. Raping and molesting bitches, like come on now, you know what I'm saying? Who? And so, so yeah, would they let like some little gay nigga and shit like win? Possibly, but this is still America. If he a Democrat and he need us to vote for him, we ain't voting for him. I don't care how many niggas he done stacked up now I heard he got some new niggas on deck He got some niggas from uh, They all chicks too So he's going right for the, to the for the best niggas He got all these black women he bringing in And doing this that whatever and shit Man listen yo Niggas ain't voting for this nigga We said about a, Obama but Yo before Obama went sucking niggas dicks, nigga. He wasn't like fucking niggas or whatever the fuck he wasn't doing that shit. He went parading around the dude like yo, this is my bitch. No, nigga. He had strong black women, beautiful family. And when we, we heard the woman speak, it was what it was. You wanna hear Pete Buttigieg's uh husband and wife whatever, that fight call himself talk about their dogs and shit and education? No the fuck you don't. Do you want do you think America's gonna let fucking there be a first There'd be a be a president that's a man, had a first gentleman or whatever the fuck they'd call this nigga picking out. Yeah. China Trying to get no, they won't, yo. Yeah, I don't. America's not I that do. liberal. But The only way, only. No, way I the don't way.
0: think America is that liberal. I, I, now that that you're right. You know what I mean? I just, I, I think we're saying like you. All you're, Trump you're having a bunch is, of different arguments. y'all know
1: he's gay, right? Right. Like, but <sighs> here's the thing,
0: like, like America's been embarrassed for damn near four years, like embarrassed. Like, you go over, over, say, I was talking to my cousin earlier, like, yo, and you go to any other country, yo, they, yo, she was in a club, and they was doing, they brought out, like, a big address to Donald Trump, and they, was, and they played the fuck Donald Trump shit, like, like, they, they laugh at him when he goes to ma- major, major conventions, this is on national TV, the middle of America, America is, like, their God, you know what I mean, like, that's what they worship, it's really just God in America, you know what I mean, that, that flag means everything to them. Utah, them fucking Mormons. It means everything to them. That's why this shit you going on purple, yo. Yeah. And and so, and so when they when they see this shit and they see this joke ass nigga, they like, yo, the fuck happened. You, you damn yeah, like yo, you you need respect in the position, and that's why all these things that we never really thought about before, like they're on the table. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, could 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 any of these people lose to Donald Trump? Obviously, I'm not making yeah, that argument.
1: One of them. Yeah.
0: I'm just saying. Like, I'm just saying, like, all of this shit is on the table because America's fucking embarrassed right now. And so Mm -hmm. they would, they'll consider that shit. They'd be like, I hate gay people to the death of me, but shit, I can't vote for this clown no more. You know what I
1: mean? Or they'll stay home. That's what's going to happen. None of these folks, none of these folks are inspiring to anybody except for Bernie Sanders and shit. Yeah, he's yeah, that's so the suspiring. problem and bernie's
0: so trash i want to get rid of bernie nobody knows what bernie believes i know what bernie believes and i'm fucking tired of this shit because people act like they, they they get attached to the things they like and i'm tired of that shit you know mm-hmm. what i mean uh, yeah oh he's gonna give us free colleges and shit like that he he's the guy that's outside of um of of, of uh uh conventions and shit like that with his sign saying don't go to war like he's the crazy old man outside with signs, but mm-hmm. he's just been there long enough, and he's saying free college, and he's never really passed a, load, uh, a legislation. He's the biggest joke running there, and it was mm-hmm. cool. I didn't have any problem because I never really thought he was going to go too far or anything, but he's still on top, like, and I'm like, yo, just get rid of this motherfucker. He's the yeah. most, socialism is the most irrational thing in the United States of America ever. You, we cannot have a socialist nation. We just can't. All of this shit is over.
3: Well <laughs> before we move on to um, the impeachment vote, did you, did you have any, anybody have any thoughts on the um, Democratic response? No, uh, I, thought,
0: I thought they did a good job, because it's always a tough hand, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I think, I think she spoke to the, um, I think she spoke to what they were going to do and what they want to do going forward, and I I think that's the best she could possibly do.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was solid, you know what I'm saying? They put someone out there that was visually pleasing, she's pleasing to the ear, And she said all the right things. You know what I'm saying? Um, It's a good moment for her. I wonder if the party has plans for her. You know what I'm saying? Um, Well, yeah, I mean, shit was what it was. Um, Trump put on, like, one of the greatest, uh, in terms of entertainment value, fucking state of the unions ever. And it I was riddled so. with. I thought it was. in No, recent I watched history. a
0: lot of State of the Unions. I, I I don't think it was one of the greatest ever. Mm. I thought it was a. I thought I thought it was a great show. I don't think it was one of the greatest ever. I've seen a lot of great um, State of the Unions. Obama had two great ones. George Bush had one great one. Bill yeah, Clinton I, had a great I, one. I've watched you know what State mean? of the Unions so too. It's
1: just, I don't
0: I don't I don't think I I thought. No, was
1: when was I good. when I say great, when I'm talking about his whole hype machine shit, And I was gonna get to this, but it is what it is. Never mind. Whatever you say. It was entertaining. That's exactly what I'm saying. It's most of one of the most entertaining ones that I've seen.
0: Have we seen entertaining before,
2: though? Yeah, but he was he, playing, you know, white folks' greatest hits, and it went over well. Yeah,
3: yeah,
0: yeah. No, I'm not taking that from him. I, I thought it was entertaining. I said it. I went on Facebook and said it.
3: Yeah, right. Yeah. <clears throat> but the the one of the key, mo- I don't want to say key moments of the night, but I guess one of the funniest moments of the night was... Uh, uh House speaker Nancy Pelosi tearing up the speech as soon as he as soon as he finished. Yeah. That's a meme that we're probably gonna uh, see. that, that yeah. shit
1: was trash, yo. I mean should've it's like well. you, be, you be a petty old bitch. You should have fucking ripped it up during the speech or sign or whatever fuck. I, I I didn't well, know I didn't know how it was gonna mean?
0: play, but the day after this shit is playing very well. It's paying yeah. better than I, I, I would have expected it to. I would have expected a lot more outrage. Instead, it's the other side. And it, you know it, they're he's, she's getting love for
1: this shit. Yeah, that's great. You know, get motherfucker, get that love for that shit. Then fucking Donald Trump, fucking his his fucking folks that are actually get up and go to some shit, fucking will get this nigga reelected and shit. While motherfuckers niggas ain't because niggas don't care. And there's going to be some fucking lazy liberal motherfuckers that ain't going because they're going to figure, oh, we got in the back because folks will never elect Trump twice. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like fuck it, man. Do some shit that's going to get niggas to the polls. Do something. I hope that there is a fucking VP, fucking candidate you can put with, like, one of these dead-ass motherfuckers that's running at the top of this ticket, three fucking senior citizens and a little gay nigga that I swear would be Republican if he ain't fucking like the fuck niggas. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't know, man. But, yo...
0: I don't I don't agree True. with anything Joe said. The, the momentum is under the, yeah, the <laughs> momentum is yeah, the momentum is behind. I just sit down until Trump get reelected. I just I just sit and listen to you. The momentum is behind the Democratic Party to go out and vote. Okay. The only thing that you could the the argument that you could make is that maybe he can get the momentum and get his people come out and vote. I don't believe that it could happen, but it could happen. We'll see. You know what I mean? I did do, do I think he could win? Yes. Do I think people uh, from the Democrat side are not going to show up? No, I thought that was a ridiculous statement. We're seeing it. It's a whole bunch of momentum. That's why you have all these protests and riots and people in the street with pussy hats. Uh, well, go ahead.
1: Uh, we're,
2: we'll want to, yeah. yeah. We'll,
3: we'll but want we'll, I want to uh, move, I wa- I move to the, um, the impeachment vote that uh, happened today. And I think this is kind of all what we thought was going to happen and the way the vote was going to go in terms of they voted 52 to 48 to acquit Trump on all articles of impeachment. However, you know, it was highlighted by the fact that Republican Mitt Romney, his vote was split. He voted yes on the charge of abuse of power, but no on obstruction of uh, Congress, excuse me, no on the obstruction of Congress charge. Um, I don't know how that's going to play. I've been reading a lot, and I've been hearing a lot. Like, a lot of people are mad at Rick Romney simply because he didn't vote um, no all the way across the board. And that's kind of what everybody was really keen on was that his vote was split and what that means. Heard,
1: uh, I didn't really hear that part. And I kind of just heard – I didn't really hear that part. I guess I've been, like, listening and watching, uh, like, uh, the different news stations. I've been flipping between, like, CNN, MSNBC – and fucking, uh, even Fox News a little bit. I can't say that too long. It's a little too wild. Uh, I kind of focus on CNN. But I've heard everybody giving this motherfucker the utmost praise or saying he was trash for going against the party. The whole split vote thing, I don't like. Well, maybe you read him more like and people going in more in depth with the shit. What is, What are these people saying about?
3: It was just it was just how the Republic, all the Republicans were upset with Mitt Romney and it was like talk about if Miss McConnell's going to try and go against them and then try and you know the whole everybody turning against them you know how they turn their back on you because now you've turned your back on us type of situation when we should have stood together and said no across the board and a Republican voting yes as a split vote on impeachment just looks bad for the parties what they were saying and again mm. I was probably more the NPR, and that okay. was the take they have. So I don't want to, you know, I, I didn't really get, I didn't really get to get both sides of it. That's why I said I didn't really know truly if it meant anything because I was only. No, that's to... a take, it but it like, does, I'm okay. not
0: sure if it means too much. No, it really is a take though. And I mean, mm. what what is saying that is, I'm not sure if it means too much though. I mean, I think Democrats need to stop relying <laughs> on Republicans to save the day. I mean, they, it always fails. Um, wh- who's 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 the guy that? Uh, the Mueller report. Mueller, Republican. Yeah. Ooh, is he gonna come save us? Nope, doesn't. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, is it gonna be Mitt Romney now? Or is it gonna be Susan Collins now? Oh, they really care about the the voters, so they gotta vote for the, with the Democrats on this one. And then they never do, man. Republican is never gonna come save you, yo. That party is unified. It, Mitt Romney doing that it probably would sustain his his um his his cachet as being above um all the real of the all the bullshit, but really he's still part of the bullshit, as they all are. I remember when Rand Paul used to try to do that shit, and then he was just like, all right, well, now I'm established in the bullshit, so let me keep riding with the bullshit. you know what I mean like they would they, he would complain about some shit like up until the vote and then like vote on the side of the republicans it's all it's all a whole bunch of bullshit man it is mm-hmm. it it just it just enhances his standing and how he looks amongst his people.
1: This whole impeachment shit was fucking uh, a big ass uh, waste of time. I guess no, it will go down in history as you know, blemish on this man's record, and that's what you get. You know what I'm saying? That's what you get from it. Because motherfuckers, it is like, I guess the federal, I guess the federal government didn't need to like operate like any like other like real like prosecuting body would, because you only bring a case to trial. You really only bring a case to try if you think you can win. And when you know that you there's no way in hell you getting sixty seven like people for a conviction out of that fucking Senate where the Republicans have a slight majority, then you just wasted motherfuckers time. But I guess you addressed the shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. But I'm about to take a piss right now, so you can tell <laughs> these people why uh I'm dead ass wrong. All right.
0: Well I don't know. Joe, uh, you <laughs> taking the piss is kind of whatever. Uh, but yeah, he's dead ass wrong. I mean, you know, I was going to ask him what an impeachment is because impeachment is the trial and there's only three presidents that ever been impeached before. None of them have ever been removed from office. We never remove anybody from office. Uh, the Republicans had to stand up and be on record and vote. And now they're attached to this guy. And that matters when it comes time to election time in an election year. So, yeah, I mean, obviously he's dead ass wrong because everything you do matters. And this is the biggest thing. And they voted and now they're completely attached to Donald Trump. I mean, that's why Mitt Romney did what he did back to back to what I was saying um, earlier. You know what I mean? Like it's it's to seem bipartisan and above board and above the fray. You know what I mean? But there's a lot of people who um who are just going to be completely attached? I don't know what Susan Collins is going to do when she goes home. You know what I mean? So I mean, all this shit. But yeah, like they they didn't even they didn't even allow witnesses to come to the trial. So in that way, like I get why Joe is jaded. Like it's not a, it's not a process that you see often, and so it can be p- kind of confusing. And, and you know, you probably went down that,
2: the process. I get it. Yeah, Because what, what Mitt Romney did wasn't bold. It's just it's just a no. political maneuver, and it was smart yeah. what he did. Yeah. it wasn't anything more than that. I mean, the yeah. most important thing, they say you want to you want to stand against the guy. Even if you don't I'm I'm pretty sure a lot of Republicans don't agree with what he what he does, but they're just trying to ride a party line and saying that we're Republicans, we got to stand with his guys, since he represents us, and he represents our party, so we gotta go ahead and go about this action. Even if they vehemently disagree with it, they always want to ride along that. For him just to say, like, you no, know, I disagree with I he's not even saying that I disagree with Trump. He's just saying that I think that he probably did this. This is why I'm going that way. He's not saying that I don't agree with his politics or his rhetoric or what he stands on. He didn't. He, he's not mentioning anything along that line. Is that I just yeah. I, I I agree that he would he committed this crime. That's it. Yeah. That, nothing, nothing more than oh they try to make something more out of it, but it's really not that. It's really just him standing against this one thing. But he could stand behind the other 99% of the shit that he does. So, I mean, like I said, it's a cute thing that he did, but it's just nothing more than a political maneuver. It doesn't make him, you know, a rebel or, or someone standing against the party. Just someone who just believed this one thing, and that's it.
0: That's how John McCain used to get his shit off his entire career.
2: You agree that?
3: Yeah, but uh, I guess, you know, I mean, we've said a mouthful on it, but what I want to do is I want to move on. <laughs> I want to move oh. on to some black, some, some black excellence.
2: Pause. That was just
3: announced today. That was just announced today. Uh, Rihanna is set to receive the NAACP President's Award. And I'm actually reading this from uh, Pitchfork magazine. Mm-hmm. Rihanna will receive this year's NAACP President's Award. The organization announced today. The award is given in recognition of special achievement and distinguished public service. Obviously, last year's winner were people like I'm oh, sorry, was Jay Z and, and previous years Lauryn Hill and Spike Lee and John Legend. Um, in a statement, NAACP President Derrick Johnson said, "From her business achievements through her Fenty, uh, through Fenty, to her tremendous record as an activist and philanthropist, mm-hmm. Rihanna epitomizes the type of character, grace, and devotion to justice that we seek to highlight in our President's Award." And it goes on to talk about all her accolades through her twenty years and being the most yeah. successful businesswoman. Uh, if you can go back to our uh, decades yeah. pod and why we voted her as such. Um, well. And I know B, you got something to get off. Hold on, let me finish. <laughs> I'll let you go. And so, but I wanted to d- definitely give a shout out to Rihanna and some black excellence coming off of, you know, some of that nasty Trump talking. But yeah. go ahead, B. I know you, I know you got something. I don't something actually have to much. To before you go into who's
1: gotten this award in the past, is it always, okay. like, just celebrities that, just like, said. dropped out of high school? Like, <laughs> is it like Rihanna, Jay-Z? Like, who the fuck else? I gave it to Rihanna.
3: I said, I said Spike Lee. I, mean, he, he, I know he went he didn't to. Yeah,
1: out of like, high school. Yeah. yeah. Did, right? I mean, so Lauren Hill okay, didn't so drop out of so high school. So this what is, is, what is, is all. So this is all the fucking. Uh... Oh, so this is. Jesse neither did John, just, neither or, did John Legend.
3: John Legend
1: went to college. No, the, so yeah. my my bad. Is, my best. is just the. This is just an award for celebrities and shit. Uh, I can't
3: answer that question. So I don't yeah. wanna. Yeah, I, I don't have the definition of... I don't have that, so I can't really speak to it. Yeah, Rihanna is right, popular celebrity. I give well, up Maybe a baby, no, no, baby hold on. Wait, wait, wait. wait you hold know on, I'm
0: Joe. No, I can answer it for you. You have to meet... I'm about to, go, I'm about
1: to, to make, make, make some tea. I'll be right. back. Tell you you have to head. have
0: a level of cachet to get the award. Okay, Joe's been uh, <laughs> <laughs> on, on full ignorance today, and I understand it. I don't know what he wants to say, Um uh, maybe he's embarrassed because he made that whole push against Rihanna the last time, and then Rihanna keeps on showing and proving. I mean, right now, um, that that was my whole big point. I mean, you guys voted against her being the top woman, but, I mean, she was better in business, better in music. She um, f- better in philanthropy than everybody else. I mean, and, and Except for the decade, right now, hold on, I'm talking, Joe. I thought you were going loop. to make some tea. Well, yeah, and bro, but right I still now. The headphones on. All right, I'm making right, tea right so, now. All right, so right now, um, you know, NWZACP is recognizing her for exactly what I said from before. I mean, it happened.
2: I got nothing else. <laughs> the,
3: the, okay. Oh, okay, you're it, gracious about it. Go ahead, go ahead, uh, man.
2: No, no, no. The, I, I got the list of generally celebrities, but it's from very, 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 very past. Um, Nineteen eighty seven it went to Elvis Gerald, Gerald Busby, Brian Gumble, Lauren Hill, Bill Clinton, Condoleezza Rice, The nice. Williams Sisters, T D Jake, Soledad, yeah. O'Brien, Muhammad Ali, Van yeah. Jones, Colin Powell, yeah. Kerry Washington, John Legend, L- Lonnie Bunch, Danny Glover. So it's they're generally celebrities, but but it's from, from various fields. So it's not yeah. just like you're famous. Yeah. Fame, just you have
0: to be a level of, it has to be a level of cachet. Using the word celebrity as, as a pejorative is kind of weak when it comes to something like this, because you have had to have, have have a level of cachet and to be a certain amount of well-known to have an impact enough to get this award.
3: So right. you're going to be that whether you yeah. want it to be or not. just Right.
2: By Absolutely. Yeah, okay. By the nature of what you do. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. Did you have anything else on the end? No, I just, I just think it's a tremendous honor. I, I mean, okay. like I said, we're, we're, I'm really not going to argue about the merits and the accolades of Rihanna. Like I said, she's um outside of her being a pop star. Like I said, she she's doing a lot of things in regards to her business. Um, they're honoring her because of her her contributions to society. Like I said, I mean, it, she she's probably going. It's being a point well known that is being brought up is because you know she's Rihanna, but I think the award really kind of signifies what she does beyond it. Like she's up there with names like, like I said, like Lauren Hill, like Bill Clinton and Muhammad Ali. Like I said, this is not something that you just being a celebrity and us knowing you for that is good. But what you're doing with your celebrity is that you're trying to make a difference in the world, and I think that matters more than anything else. Right.
3: Um,
2: so she, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just
3: so, want to mention some uh, other Black Egg but- uh, excuse me, Black Excellence News that's going on, and I just found this story and I just been reading up on it. Uh, be you recognize it because it's in Tala, excuse me, in Tallahassee, which is close to our, you know, roots. Shout out mm-hmm. to the people it's going to be coming to our next reunion. But it's called the Black News channel the Black News Channel, and it's set to begin broadcasting from a newly renovated 20,000 square foot building off Killer and Santa Boulevard in Tallahassee, Florida. The Black News Channel is the brainchild of, uh, excuse me, former U.S. Representative J.C.T. Watts, who serves as the chairman, uh, and Tallahassee resident and veteran television manager Bob Brillante as chief chief executive officer. Um, you can read more about it. We don't really need to go too deep into it. Um, it's going to start broadcasting as of February 10th, and they do have agreements in place with Comcast, Xfinity, Dish Network, Spectrum, Vizio, and Roku. I don't. I'm hoping that you know, the programming is good, that it's something that can, you know, start to gain, gain some legs, because I do miss some of the things, and if you guys remember, like, the BET news and things like that, of certain things we may not see on other channels, maybe, hopefully, this gets, you know, brought to light, and it's something that can continue on, and, you know, gain some legs, and actually be something in the market worth watching, and worth paying, uh, worth paying attention to. I don't know if anybody wanted to say anything about that, but I just definitely wanted to make sure I mentioned that. And the opportunities, mm. and excuse me, and, excuse me, the opportunities being in Tallahassee, Homer FMU, one of the HBCUs, you know, you'll be able to funnel a lot of people and create opportunities yeah. for them who may not be able. They can walk right into this door and have that opportunity as well. I definitely want to make sure I mention that as well. Very um, On to new music. So we had a lot of mu- new music that came out Friday. Um, Wayne put out an album, Funeral. There was Russ. Kevin Ross, R&B. Uh, Luke James put out an album. Joe Gotti put out an album. Um, I guess we could start with Wayne. I- I'll just give my quick thoughts on. That. I know I said a lot in the um, in the group chat. The Wayne album. At first, until Ann explained it to me, I didn't understand the twenty four. Yeah. It twenty four songs until Ann broke it down, and said it's twenty four for Kobe. And I heard the uh, in the eighth song. I heard the 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 eight second pauses. I actually thought it was like. Something wrong with my service until, again, Ann explained that that was all done on purpose in honor of Kobe. So, I, you know, once I gained perspective on that, I thought that was dope. Um, but even if it wasn't 24, I just for me, I think Wayne is a great artist. He's obviously a legend. But to me, this album just sounded like I know how to rap. I know how to put words together that rhyme. Yeah. But I'm just going to do a bunch of songs that really have no direction. And I was kind of like, I'm just listening to somebody just rap because they know how to rap, not rapping with a purpose.
0: Yeah, I thought he was trying new sounds out. You know what I mean? I agree with you what you're saying. I just that's what I, that's I also got like I thought he was trying some new sounds out. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, but other than that, like it was there was nothing overwhelming about this. And you know what I mean? You don't have to go back to this album. I like the hardened song, but like not enough to like go
2: listen to the album again. You know what I mean? So. It is what it is. I liked it. It was good. It, it was, it's, it's not his best work, but I understand what he's trying to do. I think, you know, the, you know, the Carter series, Wayne, I think that guy's gone. I think he's just in a different headspace in life. I think, I think from seeing that and just seeing how, you know, well, Carter is a mixtape. No, Carter wasn't <laughs> a mixtape, was it? Nah, nah. Carter nah. was the
3: album.
2: Okay, you're he's right. Like, my bad. Carter was no, no, but I think more than anything else, like it's 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 kind of like just development and growth and him trying to expand on certain things, like, you know, uh, between that and the drink Champs interview, like I mean, he had j rock on his album, but didn't know you know what click he was from. Yeah, and like no right. but but I, I think he's just in that mindset, like with him, it was always. It was always cash money, young money, no matter what. Like, it, mm. it didn't really care about whatever was going on. Like, if this artist was hot, then maybe put him on and see how it goes, and so on and so forth. But like, you're 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 seeing him like play with different sounds and different things because I think he's just he's trying to develop something different. And I know it was said on another podcast, and I know that Alex mentioned it before. He he really does need like like a purdue Like, I don't know if he wants to go back to that sound, but like he really needs like Manny Fresh to be like. I know what works best for you. Oh. Try it this way. Do this. Do X, Y, and Z. But I, I, think he's just trying to find himself. Like I said, for everything that he's been through with, with jail and his substance abuse issues and so on and so forth. Like the, the thing that I liked most about watching the Drink Champ interview was not just like, the conversation just about his career and everything else like that. He seemed clear-headed. I mean, he was getting high, but I mean. He didn't seem like like zanned out or spaced out or something he like that. He got a Percocet chain on, yo. I know, I know I know, <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. But I mean that, but, but, but I, didn't, I didn't see perked out Wayne in that interview. I seen him in other mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, he, yeah. His, his skin was clear. He, he, he seemed to be happy, smiling. Like, he just, like, enjoyed his time there. That's and, true. like, the most important thing is that, I like, I want, like, it's kind of fucked up. Like, I like the old, it's kind of like, I like the old fucked up Wayne shit. Kind of like, like like the old fucked up when weekend was all high and shit. I'm like I'm I'm trying to grow and evolve with this Wayne. It's going to be different, but I got faith in his ability, and that you know maybe he'll come around. He'll listen to the right person, and he'll 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 get you know EP right, and he'll get the right person that sets him on the right track and and really gets you know what he's trying to do. Because it looks like in this album, like he just dabbling in a bunch of little things, but there was no like cohesiveness. Compared to all his his past works, but I mean, it's not his best, but it's always good to hear Wayne, no matter what.
3: Well, I did. I don't know if anybody else got a chance to listen to Yo Gotti's album. I really got a chance to listen to Yo Gotti's album several times. It's called Untrapped, and what I heard was the complete opposite of what I said about Wayne. I heard a person that had growth. I heard a person that was trying to change his image specifically obviously he called the album untrapped so we know what trapping is untrapped he's trying to change his mindset and everything that he was doing and you could hear it in the music of course it had the typical Yogatti, you know smashed for the strippers and for the strip clubs and everything mm-hmm. like that so i get that for the radio and everything like that but the content and the lyrical content of what he was talking about and what he was speaking to it sounds like somebody that's just been talking and it could, it may or may not be the case because he's on Roc Nation, but it sounds like somebody that's been talking to Jay-Z a lot
0: <clears throat> in
3: terms of where he's, where his mind is and what he's rapping about and what he's trying to put, put forth. Um, I was looking for it. and I'm, I'm sorry. I should have had it available before, but I know he and um, Jay are trying to, um, have you know do a lot of prison reform and i believe i don't, I don't want to say it's in mississippi there's like something crazy going on in mississippi actually i have it right here and i just want to make sure i highlight this because this goes to a lot of the growth that i heard within the album so jay-z and yogati are threatening to sue the mississippi over inhumane and unconstitutional prisons and they wrote a letter to two top, excuse me, letter to two top Mississippi officials Thursday, protesting conditions of Mississippi prisons and demanding change. So it was something that he, you could tell, like I could tell through the music, because you could say anything, but then it's your actions and through the music that I'm like, okay, you really seeing life from a different perspective and it's showing in everything that you do. So I thought I think it's a dope album that people should definitely go and listen to. Um, I don't know if anybody has anything else because we can move on to Russ. Let
0: me move on.
3: Yeah, so Russ Russ album I thought was I thought was dope. I mean I am late to Russ. Y'all on y'all on Russ before me.
0: I'm late to I, Russ too.
3: Yeah, I've been on Russ the last these last two joints and this album is another another dope album to me. I just and I like hearing them rap more. I like the melodies. I, from what I understand and listening to his uh pull up, he does a lot of the beats as well. I don't know how many I didn't see the track listed at the, the production. Man. But everything sounds sonically sounded great. I mean, i I like the album. Man. I have
0: I'll, uh, so I, I didn't really listen to the full uh, It's ironic. I didn't know we were going to talk about it, but I didn't listen to the full album until today, like right before the pod, to be honest with you. I, oh, okay. I too, to um, when I was I was driving around, man, and with my daughter and I tried to play Russ and she was like, she's like, yo, it's not Russ, don't be lit. Like, I really listened to Russ. He don't be lit, blah, blah, blah. blah. Like, so she talked me out of listening to him and shit. And I played like the two. She's like, that's just the two songs. You know what I mean? She's getting on me. And so, I mean, she convinced me, but I listened to it today, and the album is kinda dope, you know what I mean, so i you know i don't it was like a one listen uh doing mm-hmm. other things type shit, you know what I mean, but, but it was still it was kinda dope, like I respect the album i don't know i don't I don't know if I'm gonna listen to it again. Like I don't know if anything really jumped out to me crazy like now, that. You
3: should you should listen you should yeah. at least listen to it again even if you skip through it just so you don't yeah. have to, you know what I'm saying because yeah, it, yeah. it's got some joints on it. And it sonically is put it's sonically put together very very well. I can't I can't front on it. Um, I just definitely want to shout out my guy Kiss. He put out a new single with him and Ross. Jada Kiss Kisses to the Sky. Wow, yeah. You know what I'm saying nice good vibe sounded good sounded clear i like the direction that it's going i'm hearing the album is great so that'll be something that we're looking forward to and then um salute to drake and future again i mean just a, it's, a, it's another one
0: that didn't come <laughs> out yet though did it it was a leak right? no nah,
3: not the full not the full joint i believe yeah. oh it was just a leak okay
0: mm-hmm.
3: and i'm thinking i'm thinking it was out because i heard because we heard the whole thing mm-hmm. but now nah, that's but whenever that drops that sound that sound that sounds crazy yeah. um I want to move into, I guess we could do our weekly power update. I don't watch. Was power even on this weekend?
1: Nope. We didn't talk about power the week before that, though. So, I mean, well, I'll just say this about the power, the last episode, um, the one that came on the week before the Super Bowl. Uh, It was my least favorite at the time because uh, it was uh, just like the last three episodes where they kind of featured like one of the like, one of, like, the side characters, Lance, like characters and shit, and kind of fleshed out what happened to them, like, right before Ghost got shot, and then maybe, like, right after. And this time it was Tate, um, the congressman that Ghost was um, working with uh, early on, and he, like, you know, left him to go do his own thing, uh, councilman or whatever. And, uh, I was wondering the whole time why the fuck is this nigga, they telling this nigga story? It's not advanced or anything more to, like, get to where, you know, we see a little more of, like, who might actually kill ghosts, you know what I'm saying? And didn't give us anything, and then um after it was over, I think I saw an article that said uh Lorenz Tate might be a part of this uh Power Book 2 uh series that we keep hearing about, it's supposed to start a summer starring Mary J. Blige featuring Method Man and whoever the fuck else, so after figuring that, okay, maybe this is, like, fucking, uh, a way for him to, like, set up him for the next show. And then yeah. it made, like, okay, then, then, then I wasn't as mad. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, there was, like, a treat. You got to see one of his older brothers and shit actually play his older brother in uh, the episode. That was cool. And, uh, yeah, but, I mean, after, after I mean, th- that's just the main thing. I thought it was, like, stupid because it didn't really help for this season. But I pretty much think they're done with this season. So, I'm not even going to be as hard on Anthony as I was before I uh about saying how much he was hating this show because just the fact that they would, like, use one of the last episodes of this series to kind of set the next series, is kind of trashed him. So, we'll see how it all shake out next week. Y'all have any thoughts on the fucking last episode of Power?
2: No. I like... <laughs> I- the only thing that I could think of that is stupid that just kind of pops in my mind is like maybe they wanted to put this episode there because they figured that every part in the show he's the best actor. But like it just it just didn't fall together for me. Like I under I understand that you're trying to set up things for the future, but in this part, well, so we want to kind of look forward to it. Like if Breaking Bad ended shit, I would not have watched Better Call Saul. I will have no interest in it. Like, I, like, I, I need to... If, if you're going to spin this off, some, I need you to end it in a way that makes me enticing. Like, I want to stay in this world. I want to stay in this universe with these characters and what's going on. And they're just not doing a good job at it. Like, once the other stuff comes out, I mean, like, like how many spin-offs are they going to have? Because I know, apparently, there's supposed to be one about Tommy, then there's Book 2, Ghost, whatever the fuck that's supposed to be. But you got to make me actually like care about these characters and what's going to go on with them and and make me invested in, you know, their futures like so that when this other shit does come around, it makes me want to stick with it. But right now, they're just not doing a good job at it. Like it's going to end this week. I mean, most people pretty much know what's going to happen. I don't because I don't want to remain surprised. I don't want to find out what the last episode is or whatever was leaked or so on and so forth. I just want them to just try to end it well so I can maybe stay investing in it, but the way they end it this week just makes me just not care. Like, alright, I know he's going to die, but at this point, I don't care about whose hand it is or so on and so forth. I just want to see how it ends and see if it's worth my investment in the future.
1: I figure niggas going to watch it anyway because what the fuck else you going to watch? You know what I'm saying? You going to watch that fucking Power Book 2 shit. Niggas going to watch it. If you watch Power, you're going to watch it, you know what I'm saying? Because you have more good from Power than you have bad, and you don't have shit else to watch it that falls into that whole zone, and you know, all the niggas you know are going to watch it, so you're going to watch it. All the bitches going to be like, ah, blah, blah. yeah, man. But now, what you saying, I Alex?
3: No, I was saying I hope everybody does watch it. I mean, listen, we the, 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 I. this is about 50 to me really. And I get it. I haven't watched it, but then again, I don't really have, I don't have cable like that to watch it anyway, but I think, I feel he should be supported no matter what. Mm-hmm. This is a brother from the bottom. He from, he from where we from. Why wouldn't I support it? I don't care if they have a bunch of spin-off shit. How many damn Law and Orders were there? How many damn NCIS's or whatever all the mother shows are that keep winning? Throw everything at the, throw everything at the wall. This is, t- to me, this is, he's opening the gate because off of his production, He's saying, "Look what I did with this one thing. I'm giving you three or however many you said, and um, spinoffs that's going to be here. Some of them, one, some of them may hit. One of them is definitely going to hit. Period, point blank. And then he's flipping over to ABC for the new for the um for the new show. So I'm disappointed. You know what I'm saying? I think I think everybody should. I don't want to say nobody's not going to watch it. I think everybody should watch. Period. Just Mm -hmm. just based on." 50 doing what he's done and coming for he's come to ways at now. To just, I guess that was last week, maybe he just got the um, the star on the Hollywood mm-hmm. uh, Walk, on, walk uh, of Fame, yeah. yeah. Thank you on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Nah, he's just doing big shit. Like, I, I'm just, I feel proud, yeah. I mean, queen shit, but I just feel
2: proud, like yeah, he's doing some shit. black man but shit. Right, I feel you know. right? Right? It, it, but it, it's not anything of like, like, like not being proud of what he's doing. Trust me, I'm more than proud of what he's doing. But if you're going to put up, put our product, it, it's I mean, I want to support you, but I want to make sure that it's something that I actually enjoy. Yeah. I mean, like we can say the same thing about Tyler Perry. I've never seen one single Medea movie in full. I appreciate what he's doing and I appreciate what he's done, but I just don't like the product. I saw a Diary of
1: a, uh, a Mad Black, I think, a woman and shit. Yeah. That was a Medea movie. That was starring the, um, the ugly man. bitch from Set It Off, the one that played the. Uh, the ugly Kimberly. bitch and you know, the ugly wife and uh, John Q. Yeah, Kimberly. Uh, Kimberly Elise, yeah. Yo. She fucking was she she was getting little roles and shit, but then Octavia Spencer with her ugly ass and then fucking whole ass Viola Davis just knocked that bitch out to paint for the raggedy looking um black actress bitches jobs and shit. But shout out to Kimberly Elise.
3: How I get on Kimberly Elise? We was just talking we were talking about um Tyler Perry.
1: Oh uh, yeah, that's something I saw yeah. yeah, and you, it was fucked up 'cause she was getting beat up by my nigga and shit. The nigga Wood Harris, a uh, brother Steve Harris from the practice, that was my show, man. I think he was whooping that bitch ass. He was black as shit and all bald and evil looking and shit. Who, who was the who was the light skinned nigga that saved her? Shamar it Shamar Ma. Ma. yeah. Or man, shout out. To, oh, is yeah. that was that the one we had the shitty ass? Uh, fake uh
3: yeah. shit. I mean that's that's typical. He's giving all the brothers uh messed yeah. up here, dudes, and all that other stuff. But yo, I wanted to um ask about cuz I I don't think anything yeah, get off You, you
1: have... got a
3: about the guys, <laughs> y'all. You got you to uh, yeah. you gotta correct me if we had anything any real movies come out this week that we should talk about cuz I don't think anything came out.
2: Wasn't no no, no, right. no, no, no.
3: But then I wanted to bring this up cuz I know I don't am yeah, I'm not a um, I'm not a Fast and Furious fan, but I know a lot of the trailers. They release a lot of trailers, and I know you made a quick comment about it. Ann, but like, how you feeling? Is this one you? Is this one you going to be excited about? Or
2: no, I want I want to thank I want to thank Brian a lot because <laughs> he put the shit in perspective to me, and it, it makes total sense to me now. It really does. He basically explained the shit like this, like these shits are basically Looney Tunes cartoons with humans in it. And when I thought about it that way, I'm like you know what? okay, I can watch shit now. Because when you watch the trailer, yes. it's fucking ridiculous. Like, no, there's this, like Dom catches a car, I said, come the fuck. It's action on. porn. It is. Yeah, it's action porn. It, it, right. It's one of the things you can't take seriously. Sure it's like, alright, I'm just going to watch watch cars do dumb shit and people do even dumber shit and just enjoy carnage. Like, okay. Once, once that yeah. click, clicked in my mind, felt better about it. Like, alright, I might check this shit out. So Man, me.
1: listen. I saw the trailer. Fuck what niggas is talking about. I saw the trailer and I was instantly moved because it's all about family. Because family is all that we got. <laughs> and they had little baby Brian and shit. And, and I don't know why, but they're going to go do some real crazy shit. And it's going to be lit. And it's going to be niggas riding rockets and catching cars and uh, I don't know the other fuck else, man, and and John Cena going to be in it, even though this is the ninth one, tenth 10th, if you count Hobbs and Shaw, but you don't count them, because that's some side money shit, but yo, even though it's the ninth one, all of a sudden, the Vin, the Vin Diesel character, he got a brother and shit, his name's probably Jacob, Rob, or whatever, I don't know the name and shit, but he's played Jake. by John Cena, so, is Jake? Jacob, yep. Oh, shit, I guessed that, nigga. Kudos yep. to me, dog. Yo, <laughs> fuck it. Yo, that's a Fast and Furious day right there. But now, honestly, yo, like like them niggas did say, it's gonna be like, I guess, action porn or something. Uh, and yo, shout out to my nigga Han, the, the Asian nigga, he died, but like he was in the trailer at the end, eating like chips, like was goody? And it's like, oh, he back and shit. And, yo, shout out to nigga Tyrese. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm sure yeah, he got that check. That.
3: He's in so,
1: it? Hell yeah, he's in Don't it. He 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 is he's in it. I mean the rock's not in it. But no, Tyrese is in it. Um and I d I don't think there was ever and the thing is was talking about yo, the Rock gonna get him out. No he not. The Rock don't have no piece of that. The Rock is the executive producer on his Hobbs and Shaw sh- shit, but that shit Vin Diesel. You know what I'm saying? And Vin, as long as Vin Diesel ain't say this nigga dead, then they ain't dead. You know what I'm saying? And them niggas just rise eventually I think they might get the um somebody eating chips. Like anyway, by fucking um by um eventually they might get a spinoff, you know what I'm saying? The boy Tyrese, the boy Ludacris, yo. And shout out to the nigga Ja Rule, yo. When J-Lo didn't bring out Ja Rule and say his little piece in, uh, at the Super Bowl, I thought, damn. But then I uh, think about the trailer, I thought, damn, man. Ludacris been in uh, the second one, the fourth one, and then on, man. And that's supposed to be Ja Rule job. But nigga thought he was too big. He had cameo in the first one when they wanted to come in for the second one. Even though it's too big, so John Singleton went and got ludicrous and shit. And now literally made a good like $60 million off them shits. And Ja Rule is fucking doing niggas taxes in or some shit like that. I don't know. I don't know. God bless.
3: Yo. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to laugh. I'm sorry. Right. I, wanted to, nah, I wanted to I wanted to laugh. I, I wanted to laugh. That was, that was hilarious, yo. Um, on to, some, on to some sports. I know we started with the uh, Super Bowl, but that was, you know, the championship game. But wanted to come back around to sports, and I wanted to start before we get to the M, uh, to the NBA. The it was uh, I saw an interesting story about Pete Rose, who in his newest bid for reinstatement is citing what happened with the Astros cheating scandal that MLB. Is now um, trying. There's a big fallout that's happening with MLB where a lot of managers and coaches have been fired. There's a couple of fines going around to teams. However, Pete Rose, if nobody knows, because he's, you know, we don't pay attention to baseball that much, but he was banned from baseball for life for betting on his teams to win while he was a player slash manager for the Cincinnati Reds. It's been proven he's never bet on them to lose, but he's always bet on them to win. However, the Astros were found guilty for stealing signs and cheating, which helped them win the World Series overall. And in his newest bid to reinstate, he's citing this and saying, listen, you banned me for life for betting on my team to win, and there's no real true fallout that's happening to the severity of what he had for them Mm -hmm. cheating, actually winning the World Series. Man, I'm going to say
0: it like this, yo. um, These white men um, have Exercise their power of the idea of purity through baseball forever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, and base, baseball it gets special exemptions. Like they have the anti like they they're, they have the antitrust so baseball can never be considered a monopoly. That's why they're able to give everybody all this money and shit like that. Like, like they get like special dispensations and shit. And these niggas they feel like they' god. And that's why Derek Jeter didn't become an anonymous um, member of the Hall of Fame. You know what I mean? Because these niggas actually feel like they're gods and so they don't like pete rose and they feel like he disrespected um their goddom and their purity and you know they're not gonna let him in here they're not they're still denying barry bonds who's the, probably the best baseball player ever you know what i mean so i'm gonna say something about that yeah Look. so like they're so you're sitting here watch these motherfuckers like they just want to flex on who they don't like because barry bonds snubbed their nose and, and, and uh, in their faces the whole his whole career. And so did Pete Rose, you know what I mean? And, you know, it's hard to come back from that. These motherfuckers is vengeful. They feel like they have power. They actually do have power to give these people what they want, like Barry Bonds and Pete Rose and stuff like that. And they're not going to do it.
3: I think they're gonna do it, and I think they yeah, We always say um, that. Oh yeah, shit, man! Now like, nah, this is the first time yeah. I feel they actually gonna do it. I never thought they were gonna let him in. This is the first time I feel they I mean, let him in. Yeah, I
1: mean, I feel like there's been like enough turnover since uh this nigga did that shit, and uh I mean like the petition is saying it's like niggas and did steroids for all these fucking years. Now motherfuckers is like. Stealing signs and shit, winning World Series and shit, and doing all this other janky shit. Man, I say let that man back into baseball, put that man in the Hall of Fame, and bring in Barry Bonds too. You can leave out whoever the fuck else they leave. Who they leaving out? The Roger, Roger Clemens. Yeah. Fuck them niggas, man. Them yeah, niggas weren't as nice as Barry. But mm-hmm. I mean, they had Barry Bonds and fuck in mm-hmm. uh, Pete Rose. I wouldn't even give Pete Rose props except for the fact that. This shit was like the shit really is like fucking bullshit. I'm dri- vote, yeah. vote. I'm I'm excuse me. I'm, <clears throat> I'm betting on my own team. Yeah. And to win, I, to win. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, where's the like conflict? But you know, like. But, I mean, like, P like P Brian Rose, said, they always do
0: this with P. Rose. My bad. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Go ahead. I was about to say like Brian said, so nothing better than just hearing Brian say so. so.
0: Nah, I'm just saying they <laughs> always do this with P. Rose, yo. Like every time the new commissioner, oh, we're going to meet with Pete Rose. And then they'd be like, oh, they're considering it. You know what I mean? And that's the new thing that they yeah, do. Right. They they do this all the fucking time. So this is why it's I'm just, jaded about this process. Yo. And you know, another thing
2: with Pete,
1: Pete ain't sucking they dicks. You know what no, I'm saying? Not. This he's nigga ain't coming in hat in
0: hand. Yeah. He's
2: making money off of, of, off of his image. And they don't mm-hmm. like that either. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, every year. Every year. He goes to Cooperstown. Goes outside of it and has a signing session every single year. Yeah, he should. Won't let him. He should. But like you I said, should. I I you disagree with her. Like you get tired of it. Like if you're going to let him in, let him in. He, he's an all-time hits leader, and you guys are so obsessed with you know history and legacy and so on and so forth. So you're going to lead this guy out. Now I can see. Like I said, you you have you have real cheaters in the Hall of Fame. You have racists in the Hall of Fame. You have a lot of really unsavory people in the Hall of Fame. But you want to keep this guy out because you feel that he, you know, he hurt the integrity of the game. He didn't do anything besides better his own team to win. I could see if he was, like, throwing games some shit. Like, he's basically saying, I believe my team so much, I'm going to put my own money up on it. Which, I mean, kind of sounds ridiculous, but, I mean, it works. I mean, it, there's nothing wrong with, in my mind, and what he did. But him trying to hold it against him, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to hold shit against Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds, of course, he was juicing, but you didn't catch him. Roger Clemens was probably on some shit, but you didn't catch him. It's all innuendo and reports and everything else like that that came to light. They caught Roger. They caught Roger, but Roger's going to get in there eventually. Barry's yeah, going to get in there. They never caught Barry. Never. Not once. Not once. Never no, a
3: positive it, sample.
2: No. Right. The Balco thing was a whole whole other thing that he was involved with, but like, did, did he pass every test? Did you got, guys ever catch him doing that? Then no. The no. only thing tried, they
1: caught was that oh, nigga's Roger. head inflating like a fucking... <laughs> Fucking beach ball, nigga. But shout out to the nigga Barry Bonds, man. In the last nigga, continue though.
3: Yeah, but now that that, that was that was my quick take on. That. I don't know if anybody has anything else to add because we definitely need to get it to a lot of yeah. um, NBA, a lot of NBA news that happened, um, especially with our Knicks. But let's just run down
2: the quick I know, trades. I know. I some know, 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 real quick. Just I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm a I'm a, I'm a Mets fan. I'm a Mets fan. I'm not a Yankees fan. But but Wait, shout out. You never said that before. Yeah, bro. Uh, I was just about to say that.
3: They, they have never that, yo.
2: Never. I'm a, I'm a Mets fan. not a Yankees fan. But congratulations to the Yankees for the Boston Red Sox being such fucking assholes and trading the second best player in the league. They <laughs> to so to, it, so to it's it's the Dodgers to save money. Crazy. That's the dumbest fucking deal I have ever seen in baseball. Period. You don't trade the second best player in the league just because like you don't want to pay him like shit. What's wrong with y'all? Really? Yeah. Y- 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 oh my god. And I hate the fucking Yankees. But they just gave them the they just gave them the division. I understand y'all got cold and shit, but they trade with Mookie bets for basically nothing. Really, like that shit hurt my feelings. All right, back to basketball.
3: <laughs> but yeah, um, like I said, a lot of news happened, um, especially with our Knicks, but. I uh, would we'll say, let's just run down. I think there's only really been two big trades that have happened. Um, I, you might know better than me, be your aunt. I think it's just the two big trades that happened. The one with um, Houston trading Clint Capella, I believe, to Atlanta mm-hmm. for, um, for, uh, shit, I, I just. <laughs> a whole bunch of people. It's a four-team trade. Don't even go into yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Don't even go into it. Yeah. Houston becoming one of the smallest teams and really uh, digging into the analytics about spreading the floor and shooting the three. And then today's deal uh, that just happened. And today's deal that just happened with... Uh, Iguadala. Yeah, thank you. Iguadala going to Miami and Justice mm-hmm. Winslow. I'm not sure whoever else, but Justice Winslow headed to
0: well, well, Danilo Gallinari is coming next. I, I, yeah, uh, saw um, it. I saw I see it confirmed so, there. So, But th- these teams are still playing. Like Miami is playing right now. Uh, right. gallo just finished playing so you can't get you know they're not going to get traded right this second but mm-hmm. i'm I, i'm expecting something at least part of the morning but
3: yeah. well, we'll keep an eye on and we'll we'll definitely go back into it especially as the uh, nba trade di- trade deadline gets uh, closer but on to our mix yeah and the shake up in the front office with shout uh steve stout the commissioner <laughs> <laughs> shout out to the commissioner as they say as the rumor is out there but um Commissioner. Uh, James, James Dolan fired uh, the GM, I'm sorry, the president, Steve oh, yeah. Mills, uh, two days ago, and now we are, I think Scott Perry's the only one that's left there right now to obviously do yeah. some deals anything that may yeah. arise. They have somebody in place to at least that they trust um, that can handle. What I'll, I'll say is this, I, don't, I, don't,
0: like I, I, I know we cut each other off, but I got to cut you off, man. Um, we got to dwell on Steve Mills a little bit. For like a, a bigger sentence than that because it's huge i mean nobody thought dolan was ever gonna fire steve mills i mean this guy steve mills used to wander around the the uh msg just picking a position that he'd want to be oh today you're gonna be president oh today you're gonna be gm oh today you're gonna be head of basketball operation i thought you're gonna be coach one day mm-hmm. you know what i mean like he was just everything and dolan was letting him be whatever they. He, he was even head of marketing um, yeah. at, at one point or some shit like that. Like, it was, like, everything. Like, he was never leaving MSG. Dolan's still going to keep him on, but he's not going to keep him on with the Knicks. He's keeping him. He, he's going to be on his board, um, on Dolan's board, but not on the MSG uh, board. You know what I mean? And so, but still, man, it was just, like, that. that's such a huge thing. I mean, maybe there's some bad juju with this dude and that, that we just got lifted. I don't know. You know what I mean? But Steve Mills has been around there for a long time. He's responsible for a lot of the the fucked up shit too. He's responsible for the Tim Hardaway contract. He's responsible for um, he's responsible for the trade of uh, of happening so quick without you know mean without getting uh, um, more assets. You know what I mean? Or or at least trying to market uh, that trade to other teams. You know what I mean? He's he's responsible for a large number of this shit that, that was happening. So I mean, I'm glad he's gone. I've been asking him to go for a long time, and I, I want two more things to happen. I only, only need two more things to happen. I just need them to get rid of the orange, and I need them to move the practice facility to the, to the city of New York. That's it.
3: So that's, what, that's your, that's your Steve Stout wish list.
0: The commissioner.
3: <laughs> no word. not um, And as of now, so there are, obviously, we have the rumors of Masai Ujiri uh, current President of the Toronto Raptors. I know. I just saw a story. I don't know if you saw it. Be yeah. yeah. while we were talking, that uh, it said that Dolan is, and this is a uh, credit to uh, Adrian Wojnarowski said that mm-hmm. Dolan doesn't think he there's enough in the tank to real. Rather that he doesn't want to give up. I should say it like that. Yeah, he doesn't want to give up.
1: I wouldn't do it either. I wouldn't either. No. Let that nigga contract run out next year. Into next year, and then he can walk his ass over here, get fifteen million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. And be rich and African in New York City, nigga. He ain't yeah. like to be out there with his people selling fake purses. He going to just like walk right past the niggas with real Gucci bags. Like, get your life together, bitch. I work for I mean, the. And Joe's Knicks. right.
0: I wouldn't do it either. You know what I mean? Yeah, like the, Besides all the fluff that Joe said, he's hundred percent right, man. You don't do no shit like that. You don't give up the future. Good. First off, good franchises don't give up draft picks. You know what I mean? Like. It's not something that the Spurs do for players. It's not something anybody, especially not for a GM. You know what I mean? Like you just don't do shit like that. And so doing shit like that, it just, it, it, it just, it would, it would be the most Knicks thing to do. We'd look ridiculous. I don't even care if it was the the Dallas pick. Alex, earlier you said well, um, about the Dallas pick for for um, for D'Angelo Russell, and I, I wouldn't do that yeah. either. You know what I mean? Like I, I just, I, I don't, I, I wouldn't do it, man. Wait it out, man. Get better then. You know what I mean? Get better and be able to pounce w- with your free agency and your money and then and then have good enough players to make a trade without giving away those picks. That's yeah. how you do it. Nigga yeah, big good. Pat Raleigh traded for um Shaquille O'Neal and kept Dwayne Wade. Good franchises figure out ways to do shit.
3: Yeah. Um I don't know if the Gentleman's gentleman
1: motherfucking name. crackhead.
3: The um the oh, agent that the agent that you were talking about the man, yeah. it looks like he's gonna be a person that, that's gonna come in I don't know too much about him you want to speak on him because I don't know is that real
0: no that's real I I don't uh-huh. I don't really have a lot on him but uh-huh. yeah I mean uh-huh. I I think it's interesting that it's an agent I mean anytime you, you get an agent you you go in for relationships right yeah we we were tied to we were tied to um what was it CAA for. A long mm-hmm. time, especially during, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we were t- especially during the Mellow era. Like, we were yeah. tied to CAA for, for a long time. And, I mean, so agent ties are are kind of important in this game. And I guess that's something they're going for again. I mean, Lakers got that shit, too.
3: I was just about to say, is looking yeah. at the Lakers model and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, I think we pretty much covered anything. I, I don't have anything else. Oh, uh, shout-out to Hank Aaron. Today's his birthday, 86 years old.
0: You know who else's birthday it is today? Who's that? Trayvon Martin, he would have
3: been 25. Yes. Uh, yes. Ah yeah. yeah, it is. I had, that, I had that written down. I didn't even go back to it. Yeah, thanks, baby. No doubt. Yep. It would have been uh, 25 years old. Hell yeah. You no know, salute to him. Salute to him for sure. Rest Fuck Joy power, Zimmerman,
0: King. yo. You know what I mean? Fuck Joy Zimmerman, He out here thinking he he, he the whole shit of all night, man. I'm tired
3: of that nigga, man. Oh shit, and today's Bobby Brown's birthday. Shit. God, shout, shout out, out to that king. Of R&B. Shout out, out to the out to, to the Bobby real king Brown. Of
1: the that nigga had fucked up some money for me. I had bet that he was gonna be dead within a year of Whitney passing. Just yeah. cause weird shit like that happens and plus he looked like he was on drugs at the time. But you know, that nigga's still here, man, that's been years, man. God bless that man. You know what I'm saying? Bobby motherfucking Brown, nigga. King of R&B, nigga. Or
0: oh,
1: the illest nigga since Lionel
0: Richie. Shut the fuck up. I love that. Because fuck Lionel Richie. He the that. most pussy-ass, bitch-ass nigga ever. Hey, yo, Joe, I never clicked whatever the fuck
1: you what you sent me earlier Yeah yeah, man, yeah. with that
0: bitch-ass nigga on there, yo. Because
1: i it seen was, that nigga and I was like... Was it, Dan, it, was, no, it was Lionel nah. Richie. Was it Colby? It was Lionel Richie and Danny Green. And the caption says... Hello, is it threes you're looking for. fuck okay. <laughs> out oh, forgot it.
0: Yo, oh, low key though, the Knicks Um, may, if it ends up being Lakers, the Knicks may get Danny Green, but then they say they try not to keep him, which is kind of weird to me because Danny Green is single-handedly bringing back high school basketball in New York City. Like, I just feel like have a three-point shooter that's bringing back. I don't know. I would keep him for at least a year or two. Like, I don't know, but it's up to the Knicks. You
1: mean, I mean, if you, brought, if, you, if you brought in Danny Green, maybe out of respect for Danny Green, you might. Was he old? old, or he just, like, nah, All right, cause, season? Because, I mean, out of respect, I wouldn't make him, like, sit on no bum-ass, like, next team while we bottoming out for the rest of the season. He maybe. Right. He might be right. But, I mean, the season's almost over, and I think we should be better yeah. next season if we compete. Yeah. Maybe he might want a stay. Yeah. But, if he wanted, because I know he went out there, he chose the Lakers because he wanted to be a contender. Yeah. I know, but... Man, God bless you. I hope something happens before three o'clock tomorrow when the trade deadline is over. Uh, I've enjoyed Marcus Morris uh, Senior and everything he's brought to uh, the Knicks: some toughness, some uh, flagrant, some um, text, some misogyny, um, some just good ball player shit. He's been our Kobe this season. He's been our especially the last three games. Yeah, man. He 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 he's the he's uh I mean, it's sad that Marcus Morris Senior is. Knicks, Kobe. But, you know, fuck it. Nigga, that's why a draft pick is going to be so good. And he's been playing so well, though, the last three yeah. games.
0: He's closing great. It's, it's been ma It's a great show. You got to see it. Yeah,
1: I've, I've seen uh, 16, no, I've seen 17 Knicks games this season. Eight more to catch up to uh, Alex's supposed 25 of last week, but uh, last season or something like that. But uh, Yeah, man. Alex? <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, I, You know, before we go, I just wanted to address, um, there was a whole thing about Jay-Z and Beyonce sitting during the national anthem and we didn't really uh, talk about it, but actually, and it's kind of odd because Jay usually never really talks. Um, and he actually, I guess I'm reading this on page six. He said it actually wasn't. Sorry, said the music mogul. He said that if he wanted to make a political statement, I tell you, I'd say yes. That's what I've done. I think people know that about me. He was just very strict and to the point. Yeah, that's what I do. I sit. And that's what it was. He said what happened was we got there, we were sitting and now the show's about to start. My wife was with me. And so she says to me, I know this feeling right here. Like she's super nervous because she's performed at Super Bowls before. I haven't. And that's what he said. That's what it was. And that was our conversation. That's why we sat. It really wasn't a thing. That sounded really convoluted. I don't know
0: what he was. saying yeah,
1: I think I think his white folks sound like bullshit to me. His white folks sitting there too. Yeah. Like the, the, the fact of the matter is, man, unless you like real hyped and shit, you out there or you like super duper patriotic. Most motherfuckers yeah. ain't standing for the national anthem. You know what I'm saying? But oh, that's a fact too. That's a it's fact. It's like if you comfortable, especially you just sat down, you about to grub, you about to drink. Oh, what mm-hmm. they doing this now? Ah, yeah. nigga, shit. You gotta be, you gotta feel that shit. Like, you gotta be real hyped to, like, I'm a Super Bowl, Yeah, man. let me do this. Or so, I'm really patriotic. Man, for the most part, no. Yeah. Yeah. Mad He's, white folks here for the shit.
3: Yeah, he oh. said, he, he said, he said, we really wouldn't have done, he said, technically, we wouldn't have done that if we knew what was going on. We couldn't hear. He said, our daughter was with us and we wouldn't do that and put her in that position.
0: Man, now I'm feeling like Jay didn't say no shit like this.
3: You know, I sound like a whole it's bunch a, of bullshit. That's a, a quote.
0: It's a I, quote it from, sound like get, from. Where you get it
3: from? Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm reading it from. I'm reading it from the Daily News. It's a quote from him.
0: The Daily Mail. The Daily News. I said
1: the New, New York Daily, Daily, Daily News? News. Yeah. Shit. I, I say this, yeah. you <laughs> I say. You know what I hate? I know. I know. I'm. I'm talking over niggas. I apologize, but the thing I hate is that shit like this be a story. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like. It, that, that's the shit that get me, and it's like, who fuck cares? Yeah, but you know? Jay let it
0: be a story. He knew it was gonna be a story, and he knew his response is gonna be a story. I
1: don't know. Yeah, that's but still, so, I mean, response. the fact of the matter is this, yo. Niggas don't got enough fucking money to pay their rent to keep their lights on. Food yeah. to eat, yet niggas care. fucking Jay-Z and Beyonce sitting down at the fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> niggas should kill themselves, yo. Yeah. Let me ever give a fuck about some, like, little-ass shit like that, unless I'm, like, making a fucking joke. Niggas be caring with their whole hearts about shit like that, yo. Yeah. And these niggas be poor. Well, I told you it'd be their
0: religion, yo. I told you their country be their religion, man. Yeah. For a lot of motherfuckers. Yeah,
3: hey, God, football, country. God, country, football, excuse me.
1: You quoting fucking uh, Best Man Holiday, nigga?
3: No, I'm quoting niggas in Texas.
1: Oh, no, nah, that's Best Man Holiday. Yo. That was the name of the book that fucking uh, Harper Stewart wrote about fucking Lance Sullivan oh. and, and shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nah, but that's a real he, thing. That's he's writing shit in the real thing. It's yeah. a real thing, though. God Country yeah. Football. Mm-hmm. Actually, understand? that shit was God. History was God Family Football, some shit. Okay. Oh,
3: yeah. because yeah, fuck a, this country,
1: country, nigga. We are
3: so um, <laughs> As always as always we thank you for listening to us. Um you can always get at us on a better than you pod on IG. We want all the praise, we want all the smoke. Until next week, peace. Fuck Lionel Richie.
1: Yeah, and if fucking I gotta wear with Lil Nas X wore to the Grammys to win a fucking Grammy nigga. <laughs> then then I might wear the shit. They giving out Grammys for niggas just wearing pink suits. That nigga look kind of fly. pause. But yeah, oh, yeah, God bless Lionel Richie, yo.
0: Nah, fuck that nigga. <sighs> ah.